Well, we all know the immeasurable value that our priests and seminarians are to the life of the church. And by virtue of his sacramental ordination, the priest is ordered to the Eucharist in a way that is both distinctive and defining. And this orients the entire life and ministry of the priest. We know that the vocation of the priesthood has been on the decline in the U.S. and around the world for years now. Now, recognizing this in the Archdiocese of Seattle, they have implemented a strategic plan in an effort to sustain the ability for priests to provide for our parishes. Now, joining me this morning to explain this further is Father Gary Lazzaroni, the Vicar for Strategic Pastoral Planning for this effort. Good morning, Father Gary. Thanks so much for joining the Morning Blend. Good morning, Brenda. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. Well, I appreciate your time in coming on and explaining to us, especially those who are living in Clark County and are listening to us, because we, this is affecting just the Archdiocese of Seattle, the vocation of the priesthood. It's dwindling. There's no other way to say that. But it's not just in Seattle. It is worldwide. But what is specifically the status of vocations in the Archdiocese of Seattle? Well, we've seen uh, a pretty significant decline in vocations to the priesthood uh, here in Seattle, and we project that out uh, into the future as well. As we look ahead um, over the next 15 years, uh, we're projecting to ordain uh, about uh, 2.5 men to the priesthood uh, over the next uh, 10 to 15 years. Now, that is a number that just doesn't sustain uh, the number of uh, priests that we are uh, losing to retirement um, and to death. And so uh, that's one element of the what's driving this need to do some real strategic pastoral planning so that we can be an effective church uh, into the 21st century. I should also say, Brenda, that um, it is about the decline in vocations to the priesthood, but that's only one element that's driving this. Um, We've also seen pretty significant decline in those who are entering lay ecclesial ministry, that is, people who give their lives as lay people to ministry in the church. Um, We've also seen a pretty significant decline Um, dramatic decline in the number of people coming to Mass, uh, in the number of people celebrating sacraments, baptism, confirmation, uh, First Eucharist, um, people getting married in the church. Uh, So it is is, uh, this decline in vocations to the priesthood uh, certainly is one of the driving forces, but it's not the only one. Since the pandemic, of course, I think every parish saw a decline in, of course, those attending. And then those numbers haven't seemed to quite come back. Is the the number of people in parishes, is that um, an important part of this plan? Meaning that if a parish had a high number of people attending it, that uh, we maybe wouldn't see this decline or it was something that is happening, but the pandemic maybe just sped things along. Yeah, I would think I would say it's that <clears throat> that the um, the pandemic really um, 
just uh, exacerbated uh, an issue that we were seeing on a pretty steady decline in all of those areas that I named. Um, we have seen a rebound, uh, and it's um, while it isn't across the board uh, in in many many places, uh, we've seen people uh, coming back. And I would say at St. Joe's in Vancouver, we're probably at about eighty percent of where we were pre-pandemic. Um, but it it was a number that was declining even before the before the pandemic. Father Gary Lazzaroni is joining us this morning. Father Gary's the pastor at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver and has also been named Vicar for Strategic Pastoral Planning in the Partners in the Gospel Initiative. Father Gary, this initiative was introduced by Archbishop Aitchen just a little while ago. Let our listeners know a little bit about what this initiative involves, because I think that the priest's decline and parish decline is just a part of that. Yes. I mean, Partners in the Gospel is really about restructuring and re-envisioning the church so that we can be effective uh, in proclaiming the gospel. The idea behind Partners in the Gospel is to ask the question, how can we most effectively in the 21st century, in the Catholic Church in Western Washington, help people to encounter Jesus, to accompany one another on the journey of faith, and to live the joy of the gospel. That really is been, has been the pastoral plan for uh, the archdiocese since uh, Archbishop Aitchen uh, came to the archdiocese. And so um, this is just another uh, step towards trying to help re-envision the church, restructure the church, so that we can be effective in those areas of encountering Jesus, accompanying one another, living the joy of the gospel. What we just have concluded, um, given what we just talked about in terms of decline in numbers, what we're doing simply isn't working. And so to, to continue going down the road that we're going, where we continue to see a decline in pastoral practice, do you see a decline in sacramental practice, see a decline in the number of people going to Mass, seeing a decline in vocations to priesthood, religious life, seeing a decline in uh, those entering into lay ecclesial ministry. In all of those ways, if we were just to continue doing what we're doing, that's actually the definition of insanity. And so uh, this is an attempt, uh, and I think a, a good one, uh, to reinvigorate uh, the life of the church. And so what it involves is this, Brenda. We're going uh, to, over the next several years, enter into a process by which we examine how we can more effectively uh, be the church. And this process we're going to use is uh, underway now, um, which is uh, consulting around how do we come together in what we're calling parish families. Currently in the Archdiocese of Seattle, we have 174 locations. That's 136 parishes, 26 missions, and 12 stations. For those 174 locations, we currently have about 80 diocesan priests and about 50 or 60 
religious and extern priests. Extern priests are those who come from outside of the archdiocese to serve us here in the Archdiocese of Seattle. Um, in 15 years, we project that we'll have about 60 diocesan priests to be able to serve us. Um, that that number just isn't, you know, you can't do the math there uh, sure. to, to make that work. And so Partners in the Gospel aims at bringing together two, three, four parishes into a parish family. We're in the consultation process uh, about that right now with some consultative leadership groups, an oversight committee, a presbyteral council uh, who are looking at, um, at what makes the most sense uh, in bringing uh, parishes together uh, in parish families. Father Gary, you said this model, meaning that there seems to have been um, a plan or a blueprint previous to the Archdiocese of Seattle entering into this. What model was Seattle looking at in order to formulate partners in the gospel? We consulted with um, several dioceses about how they've approached this. Uh, and it, this isn't new uh, in the church in the United States. The one we landed on that was uh, most uh, attractive to us was the model they're using in the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Uh, their program is called Beacons of Light, but it's very similar to what we are undertaking. Um, so, and they're uh, ahead of us. They implemented what we're implementing in July of 2024. They just implemented uh, last July and July of 2022. So it was the Archdiocese of Cincinnati that really became uh, the model for us, although we're uh, adapting it for our needs here in Western Washington. And I can say a little more about that, but you might have an additional question. Oh, oh I actually, Father Gary, I have a few more additional questions. This is very interesting, and I know so many interested in knowing what this means to me in my parish, in my pew. I am coming up against my break, though. Father Gary, can you please stay with me through the break so we can continue our discussion in the next half hour? I'd be happy to. I am back with Father Gary Lazzaroni. Of course, we know Father Gary as the pastor of St. Joseph's Church in Vancouver, but he's also recently been named the Vicar for Strategic Pastoral Planning in the Partners in the Gospel Initiative. Father Gary is joining us today to explain just a little bit more what that is and how it's going to be affecting the churches in the Archdiocese of Seattle, and for those of us who are living in Clark County in the Southern Deanery. Father Gary, thank you so much for staying with me today. It's a pleasure to be here and talking to you, Brenda. So Father Gary, as we ended our last conversation in the last half hour, we began to talk about this parish family initiative, this grouping that uh, in consultation is going to be happening so let's let me ask you this way, because people that's the first concern is, well, what does that mean for my parish where I am? I think what I'd like to know first, before we try to understand what these family parishes are look like prior to the implementation of partners in the gospel, did the archbishop, along with his council and advisors, were there other efforts that were looked at to keep from having to restructure so dramatically in the way that we have in order, as you said, we have many external and orders of priests uh, that are available uh, where their uh, thoughts on, 
you know, having a more pastoral assistant and have priests travel around more in order to cover the area. Was there an effort prior to this that were tried or suggested and realized it wasn't going to work and that you settled on partners in the gospel? Yes, there were other efforts. And uh, under Archbishop Aitchen, uh, there were recent efforts uh, in consolidating some parishes in Tacoma, in Everett, in South Seattle. Um, so that effort happened uh, over the last couple of years. Um, but this isn't new for the Archdiocese of Seattle. Those efforts were um, were tried uh, under uh, Archbishop uh, Aitchen's predecessor, Archbishop Sarton. Uh, was also tried under his predecessor, Archbishop Brunette, uh, under Archbishop um, Murphy, under Archbishop Hunthausen. Um, I would say, uh, if you look at the history of the Archdiocese of Seattle, these conversations about the need to look at resources and uh, really evaluate whether we have uh, need to reassess uh, started way back under Archbishop Hunthausen. So this isn't a new um challenge for us uh but it is for the first time uh really meeting that challenge in a way that i think both um involves some direction from the archbishop but also involves the voice of all of the people of the archdiocese of seattle that's what really attracted us to this model is that um it's not going to be something that's going to be imposed on people there will be some direction, uh, but people were, are going to have a voice in it from the very beginning. Father Gary Lazzaroni joining us this morning. Father Gary is the victor for strategic pastoral planning, and we are joined today talking about the Partners in the Gospel Initiative for the Archdiocese of Seattle. Father Gary, then in our last half hour, we began discussing this parish family. So what does that mean? Because if you have several parishes, and have a dwindling number of priests to attend to the needs of, of a parish and all that it is. Beyond Sunday masses, there are funerals and classes and things that, you know, that, that priests are needed for, well, really 24-7, the needs of a priest are there. So what does that mean, parish family? One priest can't possibly attend to all of the needs of every parishioner in three or four parishes. What happens within a parish family? Yeah, so the model uh, will bring together, as I said, two, three, uh, in some cases, four parishes under one pastor and one or more parochial vicars. So there will be several priests serving each parish family uh, under one pastor. Um, so that consultation process uh, is underway uh, about what's the best configuration of those parish families. And then um, over the course of the next several months, that consultation will include all the priests of the Archdiocese of Seattle. And then in the fall of this year, we're going to share the draft of those parish family configurations with all the people of the archdiocese and ask for input uh, from them. So the one message I would like to get out today, Brenda, is um, that for those who feel like decisions have already been made, um, that we know which parishes are closing, which are staying open, um, just that is simply not true. Uh, there are no decisions made. And in fact, uh, in July of 2024, when we implement 
uh, this parish family configuration. All of those parishes are still individual parishes that are open. Uh, they're just being served by one pastor and multiple parochial vicars. Um, then it's over the course of the next three years after that, that the parish family themselves enters into a discernment process about what will become the one parish. Um, but that's not a decision, as I said, that's going to be imposed on them. And then one final distinction to make, that a parish is distinct from a church. So you could have one parish that has multiple churches in that parish. And in fact, that's what it will be in the parish family. Those parishes will still be individual, independent parishes under one pastor, and then we'll enter into a discernment process about what becomes the one parish. Is there a primary worship site? What to do with the other sites? All of that, that's up to the discernment of the of the parishioners and their pastor and their parish leaders. Father Gary, what it draws up in me in, in hearing about how a group of people will come together and decide which, which is the one parish. All of us, I mean, we are all human. And while we understand, I mean, on paper, we, we recognize that vocations are down and we need priests and there's just not enough of them. At the same time, you know, people have been at certain parishes generationally and they look at their church building as this is where my children were baptized this is where i was baptized and i received my confirmation and i was married here and now i'm bringing my children here and they hear these bigger parishes that happen in all different areas they're just going to swallow us up right so yeah, i have to go in be ready to defend our perish you know what what can you say to help all of us just really kind of calm ourselves and enter into this being led by the holy spirit yeah that this is really about a discernment process it really isn't about a larger larger church uh, swallowing a smaller church uh, it isn't really about a larger parish um, taking over a smaller parish it's about how do we respect and really value the shared history that we have in the Archdiocese of Seattle in all of those locations that we have. And how do we admit to the current reality that we all live with that what we have now is not sustainable? And so will there be grief? Sure. But will there be new possibilities, new opportunities for us as the people of God in Western Washington? Yes. I mean, I, I, this is so exciting. What's not exciting is to continue down a road where we have um, dwindling attendance at mass, dwindling sacramental practice, aging buildings that we can't afford uh, to keep up anymore. Uh, this provides us as an opportunity to really listen to where the Spirit is calling us to together, and then to go into the future uh, filled with hope mm. that we will be able to more effectively you know, encounter Jesus, 
accompany one another on the journey of faith, and then go out and live the joy of the gospel. That's what's exciting about this. Oh. So change is difficult for sure, but it also provides wonderful opportunities to be more effective disciples and evangelists. Well, thank you so much for just sharing that and, and reminding us that we do need to be open to, again, what the Holy Spirit is providing us, because we know that, well, we must sustain our church here in the Archdiocese of Seattle. Now, before we go, Father Gary, tell us what is uh, the Archbishop asking of all of us during this period now as we await this kind of announcement of the parish family group? To pray to participate, uh, and the best way to participate is through prayer for this effort. There is a, 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 an Archdiocesan uh, webpage devoted to Partners in the Gospel. There's a newsletter that everybody should sign up for, uh, and to get onto that webpage regularly uh, for the resources that are there to help us uh, through this process. Oh, excellent. Well, Father Gary, thank you so much. As we continue into this process over the next few years, please join us again to kind of help us along and explain further where we are at. Before we go, Father, will you end us in a prayer and your priestly blessing? I would be happy to. It would be a privilege. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we thank you for what you have called us to here in the Archdiocese of Seattle. We thank you for the courageous women and men who for more than 170 years have shared the joy of the gospel here. Help us, Lord, to stand on their shoulders and to do them justice as we lead this church into the 21st century. We know, Lord, that you will guide us if we stay open to you. Help us, Lord, to be attentive to the voice of your spirit as we listen to that voice within the people of God. We call upon the Blessed Virgin now as we turn to her as the one who always listened. And so we pray through her intercession that she may bless us and keep us, that the Lord may make his face shine upon us and be gracious to us, that he may look upon us with kindness and give us his great peace and joy. And so may you all be blessed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And again, that is Father Gary Lazzaroni. So Father Gary mentioned a website where you can find out more information and to sign up for the newsletter. To make that easier for our listeners, I will include those links on the podcast of this interview. It'll get you right to where you need to be. You can find that podcast uh, at materdayradio.com and of course the Hail Mary media app.